when the explorers first came over, they thought they were uh, mermaids. So, mm. <laughs> Ew. merman, merman. They probably did more than eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that blowhole? <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel. Sitting across from me is Jeremy, the Kitchen Whitelaw. Sitting across from him is Pitmaster and producer, Mr. Matt Farr. And last but not least, the sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. All right, all right, all right. Before we get started, okay. Before we get started, Joel, yo, I think that you have something that we need to talk about. I that do. We didn't get to talk about last week. I do, and it's it's not Jeremy's sourdough starter birthday. It's <laughs> Stacy's birthday. Mm-hmm. Stacy's birthday. Yeah, it is. Oh, thanks. We got delayed because of Snowpocalypse 2021. What is that? This what? is a present from the other two. What? It's, <laughs> it's a tiny Happy box. birthday. What is Yay. this? It's a birthday present. Oh my gosh. I'm really scared. This it is your birthday song. It isn't very long. Hey. Hey. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. She has, she has to photograph it for the gram first. Always for the gram. Smile, guys. If you're not Man, following that, her online at that, that reload wife. That is some uh, fancy wrapping. Man. Look how pretty it is. It is guys, fancy. I'm kind of nervous. Did you wrap it, Jeremy? Can you guess who wraps the presents in my house? Uh, this was totally Ty. <laughs> oh my God, no. Oh, she can barely tie her shoelaces. Um, I do all of the wrapping in our house. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... Do we need a knife? Nancy. You, yeah, you probably got to cut it off. Oh, shoot, fire. Yeah, we're going to be here all day. Oh my gosh, thanks guys. Thanks for the birthday song. Do you have any idea what, the, do you have any idea what this is? No. Stacey? It looks like a small book on Starter 101. Yes, it is a very small book on how to start a sour. No. It's just um, a little bit of Jeremy starter. That way you can just take it and feed it. You don't have to start your own. I think it died. I have no idea. I still have no idea. <laughs> I oh, by the way, I have no idea either. The company on the front of the box is not who they're from. They're from okay. someone else. There. Okay. Okay. I don't even know. Surprise! Oh, ah! What is it? Oh my god! Oh, that's freaking oh, awesome. They're whiskey bullets. Oh, that's and great. Personalized. Look yeah. at that. That is amazing. So they're from our friends over at uh, Bottle Breacher. Uh, they were on a previous episode talking about their business, and this is something that they have on their website, and they are whiskey bullets. You put them in your freezer. They come with a little bag and a little pair of tongs, and you freeze them, and you drop them in your whiskey to cool it down instead of using ice that melts into it. And we had each one personalized. There's a little message on each one of the individual bullets. That's amazing. This is amazing. So it says meh for Jeremy. Matt's levels. Levels yep. for Matt. Hey guys, for me. What's up for Joel? And then reload and salty because I'm get very salty. 
I do. So there was there was a slight delay because I didn't notice on the website you can only have nine characters on each one, and I had like really long messages <laughs> on each one. <laughs> they're I, like, yeah, that's not gonna fly. <laughs> dear diary, I had no idea that they were doing this. Bullet breacher, Eli and Jen. Bottle breacher. What's that? Eli and Jen are doing this. Yeah, um, I, they have just like an enormous amount of stuff on their website that's not bottle breachers. Uh, they have all sort of stuff. It's really cool. I know you've already seen it. Yeah. That's cool as shit, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, cool. guys, that's they look like cool. tiny bottle breachers. They're tiny little chrome. Oh, and I'll set a picture, but um, chrome little bullets. I want these to be like our little place settings when we have our in-person podcasts. This is so <laughs> great, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yep. We thought that'd be something, something fun you would like. It's, I'm so touched. It's so special. Aww. Now I got to turn into a dickhead. Let's go. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so amazing. Uh, let me get these out of I'm the way. Play so with my you, bullets. Let me get these out of the way so you won't be nice on this episode. Yeah, so I'm going to tell everybody that you guys got me a silver bullet for <laughs> my birthday. <laughs> put her on tiny tongs, too. Quit being so salty. Here's a silver bullet. Knock yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that was amazing. What a surprise, guys. Thank you so much. Well, so uh, that was that was a surprise. And so I guess we go ahead and continue into what we always do by catching up. And um, I had a... Uh, this is Wait, are you, you guys have a drink? I do. So I do. Ooh. What do you, 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 want, you want to go through those real quick? That sounds good. Matt, is that a pernicious? I don't know what that word means. Is that a home style? No. It is a home style, yeah. So I'm actually, I've got a beer. It's a home style from Bearded Iris. What the hell is a pernicious? And it's delicious. I don't know. I think you just made that word up. You make that up. Is that a pernicious? <laughs> <laughs> pernicious? Yeah. yeah. That's a beer company, isn't it? It's pernicious. A, it's yeah. got a, I've had a, per, I've had, I've had a pernicious somewhere. You have. Yeah, I think uh, Elkmont. <laughs> Shit. Sounds <laughs> like I had a mint julep and a pernicious. He's so pernicious. Mm. <laughs> so, all right. So I, uh, so you're drinking a homestyle Matthew, Mr. Matt Farr. Uh, yes, I'm sucking on some <laughs> some dickle right here. Mm. Yeah. Joel's dickle juice. That's right. Mm. It's been dickle. a while since since you whipped your dickle out on the show. It, it is. This is my uh, nine year small batch dickle. Very mm. good. I unfortunately am not drinking. Um, didn't really feel like it. I had plenty of drinking this past week, so just topo chico for me. What you what you drinking, good. Jeremy? I have uh, some Russell's Reserve 10-year single barrel, uh, a bottle that was gifted to me from Mr. Matt Farr himself. That is a good nice. pour. I really like that pour. Oh, yeah. I, think we and I, I was t- I was telling Stacy I got a new bottle earlier today from Bob's. I got um, Old Elk Weeded Bourbon. Um, they uh, Brittany got some in. Just, she shot me a message because she knows I like uh, the weeders and um, went and picked up a bottle. I haven't opened it yet. But if you guys have not tried that one, um, I'll bring it over and we'll uh, we'll try it together. Yes. And she also has um, Old Forester nineteen twenty on the shelf. She told me. Ooh, so. on the shelf. Oh, cool. Yeah, you gonna so, grab some? I yeah, we some. need to get some. I just realized I haven't been recording this whole time up till right now. So if the listeners just noticed that the podcast started sounding way better, you can uh, file a complaint and get your money back at reloadrub.com. Okay, <laughs> continue, please. Yeah. It's only good for 30 days, though. So, you know, get yep. those complaints in soon. Yes. Yep. Yes. And uh, we have a very slow vetting department. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. the, uh, the person who runs out likes to go off on the weekends and get drunk with their friends and stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a mess. Wow. What I a did. Hooker. That I did. Matt, what you drinking? 
Hey, homestyle. I already said pernicious. He's just getting freaking pernicious. I'm still recuperating from last week. Totally. What have you been drinking? Tell us about your trip. Tell us all about that. People, people want to know. We had a good time. Um, you know, we have a wolf pack that's, you know, a group of my best friends. And one of our friends lost her mother unexpectedly um, over the summer. Um, it was super tragic. And so she has her mom's home in Florida now. So we all decided to go down there and um, kind of vacation, have like a really chill vacation. Um, went out on, um, you know, she lives in a like retirement community where it's like 55 and older. So there's pool and hot tub and grilling areas. They've got a fishing pier. Um, and then Joel being the sweet guy that he was hooked us up with a private boat tour where we saw dolphins and yes. all different kinds of things. Um, it was amazing. We drank way too much on the boat. Um, dolphins chased the boat. It was just Amazing. Well, so. see, that's the great. That's the thing is like Stacy is unless she tells me, "Hey, I want something." She's kind of hard to shop for, and I didn't have the creativity that you two did. So I was I hit her one of her best friends up, and I'm like, "What are y'all doing down there?" And I need. I said I want to do something for her that makes me look like. I'm good that I'm awesome, you know? So we brainstormed. The first time- well, you were like the man to all my friends because they were like, this is so fun! Yeah, damn straight. Yeah. Mm. They're no, like, tell Joel thank you. The first thing I wanted to do, which didn't work out, because we were, I was trying to brainstorm with her friend, Laura, and I go, I, it just popped in my head. I go, Laura, we're getting a freaking stripper. So I've tried to get, I tried to get her to do you like- know how awkward I would have been? I wanted her to find like the cop, you know, he comes to the dogs and excuse me, excuse me, girls, you're being a little too loud in here. You know, I seem to have dropped my donut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, did, that didn't happen. So no cheesy stripper. Uh, instead, they got a, a private boat ride. It was it. super cool. And, you know, the first night we kind of had, you know, not to be- sad or anything, but we kind of had a moment, you know, she was showing us all throughout the property and stuff. And then we went for a late swim. Um, it was like super dark and we went in the hot tub and swam and had a lot of fun and drinks by the pool. And then, you know, we were getting ready to leave and we were walking out and she was like, here, come here. And she was like in the parking lot and, um, she had us all stand around and she pointed to the ground and she said, this is the last spot that my mom was alive. Um, so it was really, it was really deep for all of us. We had a moment. We all sat there and cried in the parking lot. And as we did that, she said, you know, sometimes I just wish that my mom would give me a sign. And right then an owl that we had not heard the entire night just started going, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> like it was like, <laughs> like freaking Jersey shore, like just fist pumping hoo, 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 in the distance. So I like um, a rally cry. <laughs> yeah. I would like to think that, I would like to think that Diane was there with us. I know she was there with us. So it was a very great bonding experience for us. All of us are nurses. Um, we also had some really disgusting muscles on the beach that tasted like shit. Yeah. Um, oh, when you said muscles, I thought you were talking about a dude. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Muscle what? beach over there. Excuse uh, me? Actually went to Landshark uh, Restaurant on the beach, which is owned by uh, Jimmy Buffett. And then, and he needs to get better, better muscles, better chef. <laughs> I was going to tell you, if I had known you were going to be in Daytona, I could have told you some really good places to eat and land shark would not have been on that list. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, w- one of the things like in Anthony Bourdain's book, um, um, the one that Matt and I love kitchen confidential, 
uh, the one thing that he says specifically is like, do not eat mussels at a restaurant. He's oh. like, you don't know if they were alive or dead when they cooked those mussels. He's like, it's not worth the risk. Go to the seafood market, buy some mussels yourself, cook them up. It's super simple, but never order them at a restaurant. Yeah. The but, only place that I've really fully enjoyed them was at Mussels and Burgers in Louisville, Kentucky, which we are going to mm-hmm. go to. Yeah that's, that, yeah. that's a TRP field trip hands down but i do sometimes you just want to especially me at the beach when i go to the beach i'm just not there to cook i want to go there and i want to spend too much money on overpriced seafood and i want to get served and um that's you know now we actually didn't know we were going to daytona to be honest um we flew into sanford orlando and then our friend from portland was flying into daytona and um we Uh, she was going to pick our friend was going to pick us up at the orlando one and go straight to to Daytona to pick her up and then go back to the house and cook. Well, our friend from Portland got delayed like an hour, hour and a half or something like that. So we had time to kill. So then of course we were going to go somewhere and get some appetizers and drinks. And, and so it went from there and it, you know, it's typical bar food. I mean, any place, any restaurant that you go to that's owned or like kind of like nostalgic hard rock, uh, you know, Dick's last resort, Margaritavilles, they're usually kind of kitschy. Yeah, yeah. bubblegum shrimps. They're usually overpriced and yeah, lacking in flavor. Yeah. Well, this the, the, those poop mussels at that one restaurant we went to were not lacking in flavor, but <laughs> poop mussels. I've, I've have you guys ever? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jeremy. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm sorry. Have you guys ever been to Paula Dean's restaurant? She has a couple of them. There's one up in Pigeon Forge. No, but I want to. Things. It's like one of those celebrity chain restaurants, but 100% worth it. It's mm-hmm. all you can eat family style, the whole restaurant. What? So it's like you pick like your mains and your sides, and then it just like it just keeps coming out, and you just pay per person. It's like a buffet that they bring to your table. It's fantastic. I have heard good things about that one, man. I wouldn't it get my money. I wouldn't get my money's worth out of that place. I'm not a buffet. I like buffets because I have the, so many selections and I grew up on buffets back in the day. So it's kind of nostalgia thing for me, but, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't ever, I never, I, I get like one plate of food and then maybe like a dessert and then I'm like, I'm full. I might as well. Oh no, like th- this is like you choose like two mains out of like five and then like three or four sides out of like six and like that's all you get and they just keep bringing them to your table whenever you want more. So you never have to get up. Oh, I see what yeah. you're saying. It's, it's nice. So that there's can- a place similar to that here in Chattanooga. I want to, I would love to take you guys sometime. I think it's like the grossest thing ever. So the way it works <laughs> is you sit down, it's called bees. Matt's revenge on all of us. <laughs> well, the reason I think it would be cool to take you all is because you sit down at a table and there's a lazy Susan in the middle of the table that has like a sneeze guard that goes all the way around it, like at a buffet. And they just keep bringing food out. Uh, but if you don't have enough people to fill up the table, they'll sit, seat you with strangers oh. until oh. the table is full. So it's Wasabi. like a buffet. You never have to get up like to go refill your plate. But they will also, um, I'm pretty sure like if you sit down and some of that food in the Lazy Susan's half gone. You just pick up where the people before you left off. Oh, oh no way! <laughs> no way! I am so in. Bring me that there. Is so nasty. Yeah. I would rather but it's go all to Golden like, Crowl than that. I am immune it's to COVID. Super, Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a super southern type. You know, it's a very home. I am. You gonna finish place. them grits? 
<laughs> yeah. So we'll go sometime. It'll be fun. All right. But the best, best by far, hands down, all you can eat place are those Japanese or the, uh, the Brazilian steakhouses where they bring the meats to your table. Like those are the best, all you can eat restaurants. Have you been to Brazero's here locally? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude. Mm-hmm. I hated, Matt? I hated myself after that. And I went, oh my, I went once. Sick, but, oh, yes. So amazing. <laughs> Sweating, so amazing. I've, I've been, been once. That's where they have like they have like the skewers and they like yes. slice it off as they're walking around. Yeah, the, I'd be like, game to try it again. The hot like nineteen kinds of meat or something. Like I actually oh, really yeah. enjoyed the salad bar portion of that. That dinner. it's legit. They have yeah. like hundreds of things, pickled yeah. veggies Why? and stuff like that. Like, no. I'm not, yeah. I'm not eating that shit. That's I'm there for the like. meat. I liked it. They had cheeses. Pro- and- you're not wasting space. <laughs> it's probably like that place Matt goes to where it gets recycled from the day before and stuff. Because <laughs> no one eats it. <laughs> yeah, it had saran wrap on it. It'll be all right. That's right. Well, speaking <laughs> of steak, um, a manatee fun fact to me. So manatees weigh around an average of 3,200 pounds, right? That's a big ass. And they're called a sea cow. But do you, did you yeah. realize that they are primarily like they're lean meat? Like they're over, I think like 10% or less body fat. So the tour guide guy, well not tour guide, but the captain was basically telling us about like when it gets cold that the manatees go into warmer waters because mm-hmm. they don't have any fat. Like they are legit solid steak and that's why they're called a sea cow. Can you imagine mm-hmm. eating one of those mother croissanters? Uh, where I'm from in Florida, there's a lot of manatees. And so like you can go swim with them like pretty much year round if you want to. Aren't they endangered? I don't yeah, think you but can they're eat like, one. No, no, you're not allowed to eat them. Back, um, but people back in the day, I guess, did. Ago, like Indians. Did. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, seriously, um, well, you look well, at that the, cute face and then you're like, oh, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> when the explorers first came over, they thought they were uh, mermaids. So... <laughs> mm. Merman, merman. They probably did more than eat him. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that blowhole? <laughs> well, well, no. They probably made friends oh, with them no. and had like long conversations and stuff. Yeah. What were you guys That's thinking? What they did. <laughs> oh, somebody. So I, I have something awkward to tell you guys. Speaking, speaking of, of awkward. Speaking of blowholes. Um, I wasn't even going to talk about this. Stacy doesn't know about it. But do it, goal. Do it. I'm doing it. So I, I'm so I'm like this is this is Holy this moly. is yeah this is a, this is definitely one of those. I have never had a I had a dream. <laughs> I have never had a dream like this before in my life ever. Oh man, and I don't know what spurned it or what spurned it or spurned. spermed it. I don't know. Did you, did you <laughs> sperm it, Joel? Not now. We didn't go that far. Dream okay. sequence. Oh, no, All no, right, no. I'm just diving in. I'm just diving in. Are y'all ready? Joel's first wet dream. Not <laughs> his first. I, I had a dream. <laughs> I, sh- shut up. Get off my leg. <laughs> that is not lying, Jeremy. He grabbed me last night in the middle of the night and woke me up. I can't help it. You're there and it's up. So, all right, all right, let's find out what Troy Paul was up to this week. No, so I had this dream, and in the dream, I got engaged to a baseball player. And apparently, so I mean, like, I'm not <laughs> so like a male, huh? A male baseball player? I was a woman <laughs> in the dream, huh? <laughs> and Stacy was there because the big fat rock he put on my finger. <laughs> 
it was huge. It was like this badass diamond that had like the northern lights going through it or some shit. And I was shoving and her. She's like, go I girl. Was, I was shoving her in her face like this, like, check it out. Okay, Jolene. It's beautiful. And then Jolene, it gets even worse. Jolene. It gets so worse. Because then I turn around and my mom and sister are there. And I'm like, oh, look what he gave me. And then I'm like, they, she, my mom goes, well, I hope he, I hope he goes to the, the freaking MLB and pay for that shit. And, uh, wait, he's not even a major league he baseball player. College, so I know he's in debt now. Oh man. Your dream kind of sucks. You've been watching a lot of baseball. I, I, I don't know what the, <laughs> it's all these baseball things we've been talking about. But why am I, why was I a chick? Yeah. Why were you Caitlyn Jenner? And I cried. I cried in the, uh, in the dream. I was so happy. Oh, thanks a lot. You bitch. <laughs> Glad you were missing me over there. You, you could have been a lesbian and had me. You were sitting across the table, and I was like, "Look at this rock!" Aren't you? Did jealous? you even cry your own wedding? But uh, your fake wedding to a college baseball player. Hey, but my diamond looked badass. The Northern Lights. He, one of those. he, he done good. Just saying. Mm. All that light was refracting through it because it was a piece of cubic zirconium <laughs> <laughs> out of the gumball Glass. machine. It was one of those mood rings. You know what I mean? <laughs> Careful, don't scratch that. Holy moly. All right, that was my embarrassing moment. Wow, yeah, you're right. It I'm starting, was. I'm starting to regret that actually telling this story now. But you were a woman <laughs> in your dream. I can't say I've ever had a dream where I was the opposite sex. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, I was I don't a woman. I think so either. I don't know. <laughs> Do we need to go to it's a break? because I've been watch- <laughs> making you watch Chris Crocker videos. Oh, God. Don't hear us. That's got to be it. <laughs> I don't even start. It. Free Brett Day. All right. Do y'all know who Chris Crocker is? Uh, no idea. Don't. Mm-mm. That's all I got to say. D- don't, don't figure it out. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all got anything to catch up on? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, 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 I got one. I got all right, one. You go, you go first. <laughs> okay, so I was I was scrolling Reddit today during oh, a break. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just scrolling Reddit, and uh, one of the subreddits that I subscribe to is r slash barbecue. So it's just like it's kind of like the barbecue community on Instagram, where people will post pictures and then break down recipes and stuff like that. And I come across a picture that made me stop because it looks so familiar. Uh, so it was, and I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. It was a picture of Jeremy's wings from yesterday, but it was where somebody had taken that picture and posted it <gasps> with a different recipe and they were taking credit for it. Those and I was sons like, of what? bitches. <laughs> he he so, sent it to me and I was like, did they at least credit me? And he sends me the recipe and it's like 225 for 30 minutes. I mean, just like complete opposite of anything I would that, ever do. It was hilarious. That is Joel-esque. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? Uh, so I uh, I just commented on there, uh, and I was like, hmm, I think I've seen this picture somewhere else before, and I linked to Jeremy's page. <laughs> and then, like, within, like, before I could pull it back up to send it to Jeremy again, uh, it was deleted, and, like, the profile was deleted. Like, oh! somebody, whoever it was that posted it, like, panicked and took it all down real fast. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the uh, the person mentioned a specific barbecue rub that I had never heard of before and it was like all in the recipe and stuff. So he was using it to promote his rub and so I found the guy on Instagram and he does follow me and stuff. So guy was trolling my page looking for photos to promote gonna, his own business. You gonna without... block his ass? You gonna block him? Block that <laughs> I mother. Care. I told Jeremy he needed, to, he needed to follow him back on Instagram just to be like I got my eye on you. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he knows you that should. you Jeremy, and just all and just, of us will. And just and send reload him a, will follow him. Just send him a gift doing this. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. The the hand with yeah. the eyes on my the, eyes and yeah. the eyes on your eyes. Uh, I I the eyes on you. Yeah. Message me. I want to know what the company I forgot. is. People, people From can't one see rub us. company to another. Mm. It's shady. Mm. shady. It's, I think it's some dude mixing a rub out of his basement and you know, calling it a day. Yeah. It's nothing crazy. It was just that pisses just me off. That pisses me off. Yeah, I mean Capital P. At you a certain didn't even point, get fifteen hundred dollars worth of Magnum for that. <laughs> I know, right? That's my standard rate. I need payment in Magnum. <laughs> but you had re- you had used like reload and yes, uh, and uh, Mike's, Mike's hot, hot honey, honey on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Th- there were double yeah. action wings tossed in Mike's hot honey, and um, yeah, he, it was a complete. It was like making some maple syrup or brown sugar glaze. Like it was like this super in depth recipe that had nothing to do with the wings I made. <laughs> get you a can of molasses and just slap it right on there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. So thought that was interesting. All right, Jeremy, what was yours? Um, so past few weeks, we've been getting uh, grill and pedo updates from you guys. And um, I want you to know I've been super jelly and uh, I finally cracked. I want to get on the uh, the cardio train, guys. What? Uh, so I went out, I went to the store and I got the machine that burns the most calories of any cardio workout. Um, <laughs> do you guys know what it is? Uh, the toilet. <laughs> it is a $5 jump rope. So I've been doing a little jump rope. A little hey, skipping. All right. um, I saved $2,995 um, <laughs> and got myself a little jump rope. And uh, yeah, I've been burning some cardio calories. It's been fantastic. I just got a text. That is really good. From Straw What Barbecue, baby. And he said uh, that we needed to get these for the back of our car. It's not focused. Ah, come on. It's a freaking Oh, is it a pe- Peloton sticker? It's a Peloton sticker with your hashtag on it. Oh, you should get like, like, uh, like, you know how you have, you have like the whole family, like, like two adult Pelotons <laughs> and then like two baby Pelotons and like little dog Pelotons. Um, <laughs> hey, yes. mine comes so this cool. Friday. Yes! Oh, does it really? Yeah. Yeah. So wow. it comes this Friday from when this is actually being released. So the Friday after this is out, I'll be able to participate in the. The Grill and Pedo Squad updates. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I've got to say, I'm, I just hit a PR uh, two days ago. Jeremy, that's a personal record. Personal record. Yeah, so no. pretty proud of myself. What the, on what, that. The, what the Pilo people call. And mm, Jeremy, from you, your, got, you got a PR of putting your left foot in front of your right foot. You got an Apple Watch? No, I have my Fitbit back up and running to do my 10,000 steps a day as per oh, your reload recommends. So very good. Getting serious. You've been doing it? There. Yeah, I have been. Very nice. I have like three thousand left to do today, Matt. Oh, I was walking around. The, I was walking in the den into the kitchen, like before the podcast. Trying to I'll get go play in. with my kids on the back deck and just walk back and forth while they're playing. And like the other night, I was out there and I I ended <laughs> up walking pacing. like I no no. Well, my, you've been to my house. My deck is very long. Like it goes all the way around the side of my house and stuff. Mm-hmm. I ended up walking like two miles inside of an hour, just like playing with the kids. Oh my gosh! Wow. An innocent bystander would be like that. Dad won't stop pacing. He's angry. He looks very frustrated. It, it it's pretty far. It's I mean it's you know fifty yards back and forth. You know. Well, that's nice, Jeremy. That's nice, Joel. All right. Well, Safine, <laughs> we should take a break. We should. I was heading right there. I just wrote break down. So right. we should take a break, guys. Uh, we're gonna run to a break, and on the other side, we'll be back with uh, the thing that's on the uh, the uh, you know rundown next. You know. <laughs> Whatever that might be. Solid. (laughs) Guys, guys, I nailed that one. You're going to want to stick around for it.
right, thanks for sticking with us through the break. So uh, we've just been getting a ton of response on all this baseball talk that we've had week to week. So we're going to talk more baseball. Uh, just kidding. Nobody has said anything about baseball, but I'm a huge baseball fan and I'm looking for an excuse to talk about it some more. So <laughs> all people here we go. Uh, something that I thought would be cool. Uh, it came across my Twitter feed just randomly was the, uh, the amount that each baseball team's fans drink per game. So I've got the top five, uh, from that list that I'm going to run down with you guys by number of drinks and then how much they spend. And I thought that this was a really fascinating list. Can we so, guess? Oh, can we, uh, that sure. So I'll tell you the number of drinks and then the average cost, And you try to try to guess the market and team. How about that? I like I that. It. Okay. Okay. I like that. This is a game now. It's a game all of a sudden. I have no idea how this is going to go. Here we go. Number five with 3.7 drinks per game and an average of $27 per game. Who do you think is fifth most? Atlanta Braves. Nope. Milwaukee Brewers. Nope. Uh, I wish I knew the name of a baseball team. I was going to say, Jeremy, do you know any baseball team? Tampa Bay. <laughs> they, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay does have one. No, it's uh, our good buddy. I think Paul's favorite team, San Diego Padres. Uh, really? Uh, yep. Number five. So something I thought was interesting as I was looking through these was, so it gives the the average dollar amount that each like fan base spends. And I was mm-hmm. thinking through like cost of living in all these cities too, wondering how much of an effect that that plays into it. But mm-hmm. anyway, number yeah. four oh. is 3.8 yeah. drinks per game at $35 on average. Atlanta Braves. Per fan. Tampa Bay. No. No. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, is there a New the, York team? Um, Yankees. The uh, um, Pirates. Me. Pirates. 42. Uh, it's the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> oh. All right, number three. We're going to go through these quick because this is obviously a crash and burn. All right. Uh, 3.8 drinks per game and $40. Any guesses? Atlanta Dodgers. Brewers. Dodgers. Uh, Tampa Bay. <laughs> the Atlanta Braves. Yeah! And, uh, I got a point. <laughs> Fuck, oh, Chris, Chris, I thought you guys. Number one, the number one uh, most booziest fan base. At Wait, you skipped two. two. Oh, did I? Okay, yep. I'm sorry. Num- number three was Cincinnati Reds. I'm, I may have messed that up. Number two is the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Number one. It. Number what? one, most booziest fan base is the Chicago White Sox, which I thought was interesting because the Cubs in the same city are not even in the top five. Huh. Or the New York Yankees or the Boston Red Sox. I like how Ohio is the one bringing it with all the drinkers. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to Julie about this, and I think that none of these teams have really made it very far recently. Maybe the Indians are the most recent to actually win a World <laughs> Series. So it's like all the fans drinking their sorrows away. At That's the it. <laughs> Might as well drink one. Yeah, but n- number 30, I also thought was interesting. The the least alcohol consumption for any fan base is the Philadelphia Phillies, which I know our boy uh, Billy Boss Barbecue from Hooked on Barbecue is a big Phillies fan. So is he? Shout out, Will. Uh, your team base drinks the, the least of any baseball team. So Shame. Shame. Should be embarrassed. Do you know how many beers per person it is for the least? It is 2.4 beers per person at an average cost of $23 per. Who's only drinking half a beer? So so it's still two and a half beers. You know, that's averaged out over everybody in there, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, so some people like, are slinging back still, 15. <laughs> yeah, but it's still two and a half beers. So like three and a half beer or four beers or whatever. So it's still like a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> They're not small beers either at these baseball games. 
Aren't yeah, they normally like a big 20 ounce 16, 20 ounce? If you, uh, if you actually venture up to the cut, uh, concessions and get the draft beer, it's usually pretty good size. But if you just pick one up from the like guys carrying drinks oh, yeah. around, it's a tiny can. So it pays to get up and, and walk. Shoot, last time I drank a beer at a game was at a UT um, football game. Vols football game. And I had a big cup of it and I was super excited. And I was like, yeah. And that, and I was on an aisle seat and that beer just flew out of my hands and just splashed all over the stairs, splashed yeah. the people in front of I me. Thought, I was so uh, embarrassed. I thought UT was a dry campus. Not anymore. No. Wow, when did that change? Uh, two seasons ago, uh, yep. they, they passed that jazz. Got it. Oh, yeah. Well, those games when old Butch, when old Butchie Boy on. Jones was there. Actually, more than that, because it was when Butch Jones was here. Yeah. So yeah, so I was super embarrassed. I had to get back up and go get me a new beer and everything. So I think it's probably like fifteen dollars. But I put that poll. I put that poll out. Uh, just wanted to see what everybody thought. Huge response from it. Everybody. I was getting messages. You know, people saying like, "I can't believe this is even a question," and I'm so proud that nobody has even um, clicked no yet. But. That Sandlot wasn't a, like, I asked the question, no. is the Sandlot a baseball movie? And everybody said yes, except for two people. Those two people were Matt. Dox him. Dox Matt, him. And, I'm about to get canceled over this. And Cancel him. Yeah, yeah. People were like, I can't, I'm so glad that nobody has answered no yet. And this was before you guys did. And then Straw, what? Barbecue, Josh, he clicked no. Blasphemy. But then quickly DM'd me. And said, but but it but it's yes. And I said, but you clicked no. And he said, but I meant to click yes. So that was a mistake. Words, words, they're hard, you know. So I still hard. stand by. Like I think when I think baseball game or baseball movie, I think like MLB baseball or like real baseball, not just like kids playing in the backyard. So the, I still think the start that, of that love yeah. of baseball though. The entire movie, they're playing Wait. baseball. Wait, so, so like to be a baseball movie under your definition, Matt, it has to include the MLB. So you have to be amazing. No, no, like, like it has to include the MLB. Like that's your cutoff. I think that just for me, a baseball movie is something that could be a real story that has to do with the game of baseball. Mm. So you're saying like if there's like a movie over in like china or something including like their china. major league baseball that's not a real movie because it didn't have like american major league baseball so you're saying you're a racist this is a- no i just think that my preference tends to be like i think baseball as a sport is very romantic like the uh storylines and story arcs through players careers and stuff like I just think Joel thinks it's romantic is, too. <laughs> you see my rock? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, never told this story. So awkward. Yeah. Oh, so those are the things that make the base the best baseball movies, in my opinion. Well, Wait, are there no like college baseball movies? I can't think of one on top of my head. Not that I know of. Well, I can think of tons of like college football movies, but I'm, I can't think of any college baseball movies. Hmm. Yeah. Stacy, the other poll that you ran was about whether or not I was just an older version of Squints. 
<laughs> and I'm curious what the results on that one was. Um, I can look that up. I didn't even know I, this. I would have voted. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I really don't think you look like Squints, but it's funny because you have the glasses and the smile and. You look exactly like squids. <laughs> and honestly, had you not put that clip at the beginning of our podcast, I would have forgot about it. But since you put that in there, I was like, oh, it's going on the polls. So yeah. let's see here. Let's go to archive and the results. Does producer Matt look like squints? 59% said maybe an older version and 41% said dead ringer. And Let's just hear of the people that said you were a dead ringer. Ooh. Cooking with Swiss. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're doxing people left and right here. That's right. Here we go. We'll just call everybody out. Dead ringer. (laughs) The Tinker's Table. Ooh. Okay. Mountain Marty. Mountain Marty said you're dead ringer for squints. Ah. Noah. Noah Cheek. Noah. Dead ringer. (laughs) Sarah Range. Poly Girl 17. Smoke and Tide. Derek Keller, which is Derek Chasing Teeth. Halteman family meets Mike Halteman thinks you're a dead man. Come on, Mike. As well as several others. So, well, that's where you stand with everybody. I like to think you are very more attractive, Squints. Yeah, an older version. I appreciate that, Joel. Mm. Oh, well, definitely. Hey, I'll see you in my dreams. Yeah, get him a rock. Is that Joel or Goal talking? Jolene. Oh, Jolene. Jolene. <laughs> I just you caught that. I just caught that just now after all this time. Matt, Jolene. while he's telling that story, you got to put Jolene playing softly in the background. <laughs> I do love that song. I love Dolly Parton anyway. I'm me begging too. you, please uh, don't take my man. That's right. He gives me a big old Northern Lights rock. Mm. Mm. This thing was like three carrots, guys. It was huge. Hey, I'll take my whis- whiskey bullets over Northern Lights you, Rock. Well, my All right. name, you liked my ring. Well, So, I feel like I need to dig us out of this hole. So, baseball's <laughs> opening day is August 1st, as of the day that this is... I'm sorry, April 1st. <laughs> as of the day that this airs, it's 23 days away. So, get your countdown on. MLB is coming soon. But, April 3rd is opening day for turkey season. <laughs> right, Joel? <laughs> Yes. Yep. So earlier when we were, before we were recording and you were talking about when we were talking about opening day, I thought you were talking about turkey season. Um, coincidentally, they are really close together. Uh, turkey season opens April 3rd. Ever since my extremely long rant last year uh, about my turkey hunt, if you haven't checked that out, you need to. Some really good sound effects by the producer here um, on that turkey. I don't even know what episode that is, but. Anyways, uh, it's called that, it's called Long Story Short is the name of the episode. I remember. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Very long story. Did, did we short. mistitle that? It should have been short story long. <laughs> <laughs> well, so ever since then we talked and you guys were like we would we would like to go on a turkey hunt. So I've been trying to put this all in motion ever since then. And I've got us some spots. I'm actually going to be heading out um, this weekend and doing some more scouting. Um, now that I know I got both of you guys locked in, it's going to be epic. I hope we at least get a bird on the ground that they call it hunting for a reason. But I've got some, I've got two good properties that I would be very promising. And, um, then I've got one more in the works, and if I can get this one, man, I know we're I know we're gold. Um, that being said, I took my son this previous weekend out uh, for the first. I got him a single shot, twenty gauge shotgun with a turkey choke built in um, for Christmas. For it's his first weapon, 
He's eight years old. He's gone hunting with me quite a few times. He's never pulled the trigger on anything. He just, you know, watched dad and he's been wanting to go hunting with me. He wants to go turkey hunting with me. And we took him out there and I didn't have high hopes because my oldest son is, I'm just going to say, he's just like his mom. Like he's very, you know, sometimes black and white about things, wants to analyze it. And I mean, I don't do that. Never. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. He needs yeah. instructions to follow. Right. Yeah. He does. He got to have instructions to follow and he, he has to know every little nuance of, of how things are going to happen. So I get down in there and I, you know, I've got his turkey shells that we're going to use. And I, then I've got some bird shot, you know, the, it's got a, you know, low brass doesn't kick hard at all. I'm shooting the high brass turkey shot because whenever I get him on a bird, he's getting ready to pull the trigger. Uh, he's not going to know. He's going to be thinking he's getting that little kick. He'll get the bigger kick, but he's not going to pay attention to that because he's going to have a bird, hopefully, laying on the ground. But I'm sighting it in, and, he, and he's looking at me, and he goes, "How hard is it going to? How hard is it going to pop me?" And I'm like, "It's not going. It's not going to be bad, you know. Whatever." He goes, "Well, show me." I'm like, "Well, how the hell am I going to?" So I punch him in the shoulder. <laughs> I'm like, it's like that. <laughs> this is what happens when I go out of town. I punch him in the face. <laughs> so I punched him in the shoulder. Not hard. It's like that. He goes, okay, okay, I can do this. You know, so we get, <laughs> we get down there. And uh, so I'd already, I got the gun patterned in already. And then I got him in. Cause I bought a little like laser sight for the top of it. So he doesn't have to get his cheek down on the, on the stock. Cause you mm-hmm. know, if it, if, he, if you hit the bear down on the gun, that stock sometimes will, it'll give you a little cherry if it's, you know, kicks hard. But this way he's got his, you know, his cheek up and it's not going to pop him in the face. So he gets in there and gets on it and I'm talking to him and we went through all the motions and everything and, you know, he hits, he's shooting out a, uh, a water bottle and he freaking demolishes this thing. And so me and my dad are there and immediately we're just like, yeah, yeah, you did it, you know, whatever. And he gets up mm-hmm. and runs, he gets so jacked, he runs out there, starts stomping on the water bottle. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I'll beat your ass, man, you know. We have video of this. Yeah, so we did that, uh, we did that three times and... I, but then I said, hey, he comes back. I go, ah, oh, you want to do it again? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. Get back in here. I made him do it a few more times. And uh, at the end of it, he goes, yeah, he goes, you know, it hurts at first. He goes, but it goes away real quick. So big dad moment for me. We, me and Jace are going to go the weekend before us three go. And um, hopefully we'll get some good scouting in on these birds and, and whatnot. It'll be get some good recon for us. Yay, regardless. hunting season's back. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Woo-hoo. All right. Well, anyways, we got anything else to talk about? I'm no, right- I'm over here doing art while you talk hunting. I swear, you just, you, Jeremy checks out with the damn music. You go blank oh my on the damn hunt. Here we go topics. again. Well, just pay attention to me. All right. <laughs> I got you, Joel. <laughs> Show me love. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, you know, if you don't pay attention to me, I may run off with a baseball player. <laughs> Sure, <laughs> I need to watch my back. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. And on the other side, we were going to jump straight into Jeremy's rapid fire questions and yours truly's reload recommends. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to the show, guys. We're going to jump right into rapid fire questions. As she likes to do, we'll do Stacy first, and then we'll do Matt, and finish up with Joel. Oh, Best yeah. for second, but out of order. First question of the night. 
what is the difference between a flatbread and a pizza? Crazy. Um, I would say... It seems like the toppings are different. And the the so- there's no different. red sauce on a flatbread, typically. I guess they could be. Okay. Is a different type of bread? I don't know. They're different. Right. They're not the same. They're different, not the same. Perfect answer. No crust. Matt. It's just it's bread. just too much. It's just too much of a philosophical discussion for this limited uh, amount of time we have. But I will say philosophically, that if, it, if it's got pineapple on it, it's for sure a flatbread, not a pizza. All right, Joel. <gasps> what? Oh, okay. Okay, Joel. Um, the difference is, is there croissanting different? Okay. Different texture, different feel, everything. Look at him trying to be all manly after right. he told us our, his girl dream. You shut your mouth, woman. Yeah. Here, I like I would like a sandwich uh, and a refill, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say a sandwich so and a refill. <laughs> I'd like a refill on this sandwich, please. <laughs> he said a sandwich and a refill and held up his Glen Carn. Glen Carn. So officially. Uh, Officially, the difference is that a flatbread uses unleavened bread. A flat bread. Uh, oh my gosh, that's so easy. <laughs> I that's it. literally the only difference between a flatbread and a pizza. I'm really no. trying to. I'm really it trying to pineapple. Elevate my manliness to the rest of this podcast. <laughs> it seems well, like you're, you're going to love this straight. next question. Yep. Yep. You see these? <sighs> oh, just Our- rabbit hole. This man has lost nine pounds. Boom. In less than a week. Wow. So. Less than I'm, a week? Well, no. I bet that seem healthy. I'm, I may have a tumor. Is it, I don't know. Is it because Stacy was gone for a week and couldn't cook you anything? I didn't have anybody tell me what to do. <laughs> How do I do this? He sat on the couch all weekend with an empty plate and an empty linker and saying, I need a sandwich and a refill. Yeah, no one, had, <laughs> no one was bringing him bourbon. <laughs> What it was. How do you pour these things? <laughs> why are these why are these lids so hard to get off? Yeah. I can't open it. Guys, if you see him with a black eye. <laughs> Next question, guys. What is your preferred term to call a crawfish? Examples are crayfish, craydids, craydaddies, crawdads, freshwater lobsters, mountain lobsters, mud bugs, or yabbies. So I do not have an easy answer. I grew up calling them crayfish. And mm-hmm. uh, I think just geographically being in the region that I'm in now I tend to say crawdaddy but I catch myself going back to crayfish it's crawdaddy Joel or no That's, Matt it's Matt yep it's Matt next so I always grew up calling them crawdads uh, but we never mm-hmm. ate them we fished for crawdads and then used them as fish bait so I've ever actually oh. never consumed a crawfish what there's a yeah. there's an old Jedi uh, saying there's always a bigger fish yep I found that. Nope. I found that. We, when we made those with beer and butter and fully loaded, so good. It was very illegal how we did it, but they're um, fun to fish for. Uh, crawdads. I, I have fished yeah. for crawdads my entire life. Uh, first time I ever ate a crawdad was at Camp Bayoka, a little Christian camp back in the day. My mom would send me off to to straighten my ass out. Um, and <laughs> we worked. caught that. Yeah, did not work very well. <laughs> no, but. Uh, I did learn some things there, and we caught some crawfish, made them fight in a, <laughs> bo- a, a pot of water, then boiled them alive and ate them. It was uh, delicious. But uh, what Stacey was talking about, we went camping one year, and I come, you know, my nature is if I'm by a river, and especially I got my kids, I want to catch some crawdads. And so we went, we caught some crawdads, went back to camp, popped a cast iron skillet out, butter, beer, fully loaded, you know sauteed them mothers up and sucked the heads and ate them. They were tiny little things. They were delicious. We cooked them on the Watchman stove. Yeah, but did find out later that you're not supposed to do that in national parks. So, Mm. 
Well, thank you for giving us a detailed rundown of your federal crime. Thank you. Next question. True or false? If he writes her a sonnet, he loves her. If he writes 300 sonnets, he loves sonnets. Stacy. Yeah, he definitely doesn't love her because he wants to listen to that crap. That? Uh, true, but I'm curious what the reference is. Joel? I'd prefer just a blizzard with some Oreos. She's going to rise up from Sonic, personally. Fantastic. <laughs> Sonic. And now... M- Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> Not Sonic. <laughs> He gets you that sonnet. <laughs> Happy hour. <laughs> sonnet. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Absolutely no reference there, Matt. Next question. Would you rather have a medium amount of great pizza or all you can eat pretty good pizza? Stacy. A medium amount of great pizza. Mm-hmm. Matt. Uh, since I haven't been to CeCe's since I was uh, able to decide where I went to go eat, uh, for sure a medium amount of great pizza. And Joel. Uh, as a fan of Mr. Gaddy's buffet, a, as a connoisseur of Mr. Gaddy's buffet, which blows CC's out of the water, I'm gonna have to say the latter or the whatever the first one. Oh, medium. A medium of great pizza. No. So all you can eat pretty good pizza. Yes. Okay. Smaller slices, well, was- like so eat the whole slice in one bite. That was actually the office reference of the week. So Joel, oh. you got it wrong. Oh, shit. (laughs) Great. (laughs) All right, guys. Name that movie. Yeah. Ready? First one, you get it? Yell it out. Unpopular kids beat up starving homeless clown. (laughs) It? Yep. What? Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even like horror movies. That was good. He was like, clown movies. That's exactly it. Yep, that gummy. Yep, I've never actually it. seen it. That was like, that was like the quickest the one ever. Movie. Yep. Uh, the the new ones are really good, and then the old ones with Tim Curry back <laughs> in the '90s. The uh, TV miniseries is fantastic. Uh, the book is um, it'll it's it's pretty croissanted up. Uh, so don't read the book. Just watch the movie. Really, don't read it. It's it's like it, like Stephen King was hard into his like cocaine and binging phase when he wrote that and it was like <laughs> really messed up like re, like there were whole chapters I had to go reread again because I was like did I just read that like it's like really messed up. That's I want to read it now. That's a little disturbing. You know no what? no no I no, no. like I mean like like just things that you're like why would you ever write that it's not horror it's just like messed up. I don't even want to talk about it on air. Like, it's bad. Okay, let's not. I don't want to go there. But let me ask you this. I've not seen the new ones. Mm-hmm. I've seen the old one. The With the Tim Curry miniseries one? Yeah, yeah that's well, good. Like, I'm talking about, like, the, um, no, the old movie. The, yeah, well, it, the, it, it, the it was originally a, a, a miniseries. And then, I didn't um, see that. And then they made it to a movie. I just saw the movie. and Wh- Which movie? The It movie. Yeah, it was originally a miniseries, and then they compiled it all into a movie. That's yeah, why it was so the, long. The, they have a, They had the new it that came out. Like the, the one that came out like a year or two ago. Yeah, and then they had the one back from like the eighties. The the nineties. Nineties. Was it the nineties? It was origi- That one was originally a min- a miniseries, and they compiled it into it. That's why it's like five hours long. That's why we couldn't make it through. The idiot. Oh, yeah. oh. Remember? We couldn't yeah. make it through. I made it through. You did. I did. Talk I was about like, oh, man, did me. you like the old one or the new one better? 
they're very different. It's apples and oranges. Uh, they both, though, they're both pretty freaky. Um, the new one has like you know great you know graphics and CGI and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The old one just relies on just like straight up like you know horror and like dropping shit on you that's creepy ass looking well, you know I was not and we'll move, move on to this but I was watching the old one and I was expecting to see some of like that gore you know but it was like he'd go to like bite someone's face off and then it would like, change scenes yeah well because it was originally on TV oh. so they couldn't do too much so that's where but I think like being made in the 90s when CGI and stuff wasn't all that great Mm -hmm. that really actually helped the movie age very well because it didn't have all that crappy you know CGI stuff in it so it was it makes a lot of sense I've got the heebie-jeebies and I don't even know the details about what we're talking about I'm like looking around for a clown to get me so, so let's like move if, on. You, if you haven't seen either one watch the old one because like that, that that's the if you if you put two in front of me that's the one i would pick probably <laughs> that was so loud joel sorry <laughs> next question Matt's face. what a rabbit hole <laughs> when making a sandwich do you toast the bread or leave it limp and flaccid stacy i prefer it toasted mm-hmm matt I think there's there's room for both. I like them both. Yeah, it depends you on like if you're packing the limp a lunch. Flaccid. Like, I toast mine when I'm making a lunch. Really? I also think like a oh, yeah. like a, a a fried bologna sandwich is better on white bread right out of the like wonder white bread. It doesn't need to be toasted. Yeah, mushy flaccid bread. I like yeah. it toasted. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Joel, when Stacy's making your sandwich, which do you prefer? Ah, <laughs> mush. Mush. Yeah, I like. He doesn't, che- he doesn't like it toasted. I like, I like chewy white bread. You seem like the kind of person who would ball the sandwich up and just shove it all in your mouth at once. Uh, and I think untoasted bread would help with that. Not, I'm usually not disappointed. I'll ask him, that. do you want it toasted or not? And he never does. And I'm like, it's so much better. Uh, I like the bread to He's stick. He's like, it cuts my gums. I like the bread to stick to the back <laughs> of my teeth. my gums. <laughs> oh, like, like peanut it's butter. It's like cinnamon yes. toast crunch in my gums. I'm serious. I want, mm. I'll take a bite of bread oh, and I yeah. want it stuck to the back so of my teeth. So do you guys toast peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? No. No. That sounds really good, though. I don't really eat peanut butter. Now, we do make toast for the kids and put peanut butter on it. They like that. Peanut butter toast. That's open-faced. So if you've never done it, uh, do a a peanut butter sandwich, but make it like a grilled cheese, like with butter and a skillet. What? Mm. That's delicious. A fried peanut butter sandwich is delicious. We're trying to eat healthy. I'm doing it. So (laughs) kind of randomly off topic, but whenever I make a grilled cheese, I'll toast the inside of the bread and then flip it over so the inside's all warm and toasted and then put my cheese on the inside and then toast the outside so both sides of the bread get toasted. When you're making a grilled cheese? Your gums Yeah, when I'm making a grilled up. cheese. First, I'll toast the inside of the bread so it's nice and warm and toasted and then build it inside those toasted pieces and then toast the outside also. Huh. That seems like I, a lot of work. I really like... Well, I'm a lot of work, Stacey. <laughs> Next question is a true or false quote. Hmm. Every triangle is a love triangle when you love triangles. Pythagoras, probably. Stacy. Yeah, that's true. It's a love triangle. Matt. I think I heard that he said that, yep. Mm-hmm. That's a bunch of dope. That's bullshit. No. Well, no love triangles for you then. Nope. Next question. Do you think men's cut-off jean shorts will make a comeback this year? Stacy. I would not doubt it. Yeah, I believe they will. Very good. We might have to get some for that turkey hunt that us boys are going to do. Oh, no. Matt? <laughs> I think they already made a, can- a comeback, and I decided not to participate. Oh, yeah. Joel? Only Florida fans wear jean shorts. 
Sorry. Well, if, if me and Mario Gonzalez of uh, <laughs> the Padres have anything to say about it. <laughs> Jean shorts it is. And that, brings us to our, and that brings us to our final question of the evening. Stacey, I know you're super prepared for this one. Our Reload Rubs, the greatest seasonings of all time. Was Stacey. I super drunk this entire weekend? Are you probably still drunk right now? Matt? Yes, of course. Joel? Would I really make another man happy if I was a woman? <laughs> you are still on this. <laughs> He's digging a hole, man. <laughs> Leaning into it hard, man. Hey, man, I gotta do what I gotta do. And now, with that confession again for the fourth time in the show, I'm gonna throw it over to you, Joel, for your segment. <laughs> I won't. I want to bury it, but I won't let it go. Anyways, <laughs> I can't quit you. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, it's that time. That's time for the segment you've all been waiting for, my segment, where we recommend things to you all we think are badass and awesome. And with that being said, it's time for... Recommendations! Recommendations! Yeah! Okay, let's do this. I want to kick things off. With Mr. Matt Farr. Then I want to roll things in with Jeremy the Kitchen White Law. Then I want to throw it over to Miss Salty Stace. And then I'll round things out for the end of the show. Well, close to it. We got one more thing. Anyways, Matt, what you got? All right. So uh, this week for Matt's music, I want to do something a little different. So I think it's been a hard winner for me. I think it's been a hard winner for a lot of us, right? It's been a, a rough year in general. So. Something I want to do, you know, normally whenever I pick a song for Matt's music, it's I try to dig deep and find good music that I feel like most people haven't heard of. So starting now and for the next uh, few weeks, I want to pick some good feel good music that I think most people probably have heard of because I think that that belongs on our playlist. I'm feeling really optimistic about this spring and summer. Finally going to be able to get out and hang out with my buddies. And so first up. Released in 1997, this is a little band called Third Eye Blind with a song called Semi Charm Life. over the course of the next few weeks as I'm adding some of these more well-known sort of upbeat music you'll we'll have some more stuff on the playlist if you actually like I was listening to that song yesterday and this past week so I love that one never gets old did you guys know uh, this is a little uh, food for thought that that song is actually written about the lead singer watching his friends do crystal meth at a Primus concert what yeah that's why it's so good I love doing that every weekend <laughs> So, there you go. Food watching the you know. or doing? <laughs> watching. I can't. To I, I can't wait to go on a turkey hunt and watch you guys do crystal meth. I mean, it's gonna be <laughs> no. so much fun. What a semi-charmed <laughs> kind of life. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. What you got, buddy? All right, you guys shit on me about music every single week now, so I have a Matt's music song. What? What? Yep. Matt didn't even look up from that one. He's like, oh, whatever, you know, it's going to be something stupid. I sucks. Anyway, Irish. Anyway, I, I actually racked my brain and I was like, what is a good song that would go along with our 
Reeled Recommends playlist. Right as I change the style of music that we're adding. (laughs) Right as you change it. No, this song will go well with it. Uh, Right as you change it, um, you know, something Grillbilly, Chillbilly, uh, a countryish song that I really enjoy. And this is uh, the song Wagon Wheel, but the original recording by um, Old Show or Old Crow Medicine Show. I don't know if you guys yes. heard this. That's, that's yes, the only uh, good one. This one, uh, not the Darius Rucker one that got super crazy popular, but this is the the original one. Rock me, mama, like the wind and the rain. Rock me, mama, like a southbound train. Hey, mama, rock me. guys and that was the uh the song this week and uh yeah i thought that one would jump into the playlist really nicely and uh a little bit of a fun twist from me not not recommending something ridiculous rabbit hole on that that's one of the only songs that i can play on guitar and before we had a kid i bought it and i learned it and was trying to sing it and had aspirations like, I'm gonna sing this for our friends if they see it was I could see it in her face like please oh rock please. me mama like a <laughs> rock me mama she said please, please and he'd go I do I, I do love that song I, I, mama rock me whatever Stacy last week last week you gave me a really hard time about the song that I had sent you that was that 80s drum beat uh, I just want you to know, I went ahead and added that to our playlist. I had yes. intended to make that my Matt's music this week, and then the Third Eye Blind song came on earlier, and I was like, I gotta add oh. that one instead. But I went ahead and added Everything I Like by the Suitcase Junket to Junket. our playlist. So, uh, let's listen to a few seconds of that too, just for the fun of it. It was driving me crazy when I first heard it. I was like, what is this drum beat sampled from? <laughs> and you, of course, Stacy, you came to the rescue and was like, oh, yeah, it's this. So, uh, she's way good better. at that. 80s, 80s right. music. What you got, girl? Uh, my recommendation is a tip. My tip today, um, something that Joel and I will do from time to time, if we know that we're going to be out like camping or at the beach, something like that, or drinking a bunch um oh yeah we'll drink pedialyte and pedialyte just if you've ever had it is really disgusting so usually i it choke tastes- it down while i'm half lit before i go to bed so like i feel fine flat gatorade sweat. it's like sweat and it's thick and stuff like that but so i went when i was in florida i poured myself a nice glass <laughs> downed it just chugged it took it to the head and ended up gagging into the sink my friends came up with this amazing idea and it worked for the days that we were there, we filled up our glasses. Like we had these big lidded uh, plastic glasses with straws, uh, fill it up with ice, half water, half Pedialyte. And we drank on that throughout the day. And it was actually, if you get like the off brand mixed fruit, it was a delicious beverage that we drank all day long. And we all felt fantastic. Wow. That is an excellent life. Nobody was hung over. Everybody was nice and healthy and smooth, and uh, yeah. Mix your (laughs) Pedialyte with some water and enjoy a nice cocktail. So you drink the Pedialyte cocktail, and you instantly become smooth. 
You're smooth and you're hydrated. Smooth like jazz. Anyways. All right. Well, my recommendation is based off a recommendation previously, but better. So thanks to my procrastination on things. Um, recently, I a while back, I talked about <laughs> the Road Go Lavaliers that Stacy said off the air was boring, but it's not. <laughs> if you want to up your videography, this is a fantastic thing that Mr. Matt Fa had recommended that I look into. So the Road Go, I bought two of them. They've sat in the box on our computer desk. But recently, recently, they dropped the Road Go Mini 2s. Holy moly. Holy moly. So everything, so what I've always wanted, what I wanted to get out of a lavalier was the, was the ability to have two microphones on one receiver. And the Mini Road Go 2 now brings that capability where you can have two microphones on one camera while recording. So luckily, I got me a refund on these right here. I'm sending them back because I never even cracked the box, and I'm going to be getting some of those, bringing them in for future TRP videos, turkey hunts, and all things above. So anyways, that's my recommendation. If you're looking, wanting to up your game, they are a little bit of expensive, uh, but... I, a little bit of expensive. <laughs> a little bit of expensive, but it's uh, to me, if you're going to do it, do it right. It's worth the money. I went years with a knockoff, you know, $100 lavalier. It, it was hit or miss. You don't want that. You want when you record that video, it to be automatic. So check those out. The mini road go-tos. You can go to B&H Video, Amazon, all kinds of different places and get them out. So that's my recommendation for the week. And we are done with this segment. And as always... It is time for Jeremy's FWAD. Welcome and bienvenue to this FWAD of the second minute, hour, day, week, month, year, decade, century, millennia. Mm, yes. Mm. This week, the FWAD I'm going to shoot for you. The word this week is duxel. This is a chopped mushroom sautéed in butter with onions and shallots and herbs and such and such as parsley. Uh, it is a stuffing that is often reduced and used inside of a beef wellington. It's what you would pack around the beef wellington before you wrapped it in puff pastry and sliced it. That mixture, duxel. Yeah. Matthew, if you'd like to introduce your section. It looks like dirt, right? When it's done correctly, it looks it like it does. Dirt. Yes, yeah. It is. I've it is it. finely chopped mushrooms mixed with some herbs and sautéed in butter, butter and, mm-hmm. and reduced down till it looks like dirt or mud. And that is what is caked on the outside of the uh, of the pre-seared tenderloin for the beef Wellington. Yeah, I know more about French cooking than I thought. How about that? All right, Joel. How about that? from one to ten, I want your confidence level. I like that. I, re- I really need to hear this word again. Duxel. Duke so. Duke so. Duke so. Duke so. Duke so. Duke so. With an L. <laughs> Duke so. He's really trying to give you a hint. All right, let's hear it. Duke so. Duke so. Duke so. Ah, we're going to go uh, D? Huh? No, no. You said Duke. Screw it. Yes. All right, so D. 
Duke Cell, D E C S E U L. Huh? Not even close. D U K E S E L L. With a little nope. thing on top, the little the little hyphen thingy. Like do is a it Spanish accent, Mark? <laughs> is it Spanish? That's what it is. Yeah, Duxel. No, not even close. Okay. Uh, I chose this one specifically because of the ridiculous spelling it has. Thanks. D U X E L L E S. What the hell? Uh, Duxel. I, sh- I you know I almost said D-E-U-X like <laughs> D part D, yeah. but I didn't do it. Oh, is that and how- that is the French word of the week, Duxel. It's really guys pronounced Duxellies. 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 Yeah, yeah Duxellies would be how you would pronounce it in Alabama at your <laughs> wedding to your cousin <laughs> in Alabama. <laughs> they teach that in college. So, okay, guys, that's it. I can't spell. And on that note, we're going to get out of the damn podcast. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope y'all, uh, well, you didn't learn a damn thing, but <laughs> hit that subscribe button. You could learn how to do that. Do it. Do it right now so you can listen to That Reload Podcast anytime, anywhere. We love you guys, and we'll see you on the next show. See you next Tuesday. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. Hey, hey, Goal. Uh, hey, Joel. I like that. <laughs> goal. That's my alter ego. Uh, GTS, you know? <laughs> goal. <laughs> goal. Hi, it's me, Goal. I'm here to, to, to reclaim me gold. <laughs> what was it? What was it? The, uh, what's the hot key? Now I can't remember it. Holy moly. Holy moly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's goal. It's Goal that says that. <laughs> Anyways, Jeremy, what were you going to say? Oh, just GTS. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel. Sitting across from me is the booze, Jeremy, the kitchen white law. Sitting across from him is our pitmaster and producer, the man tickles all the clips, Mr. Matt Farr. And the last but not least, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. Jeremy, you're dropping the ball, buddy. Timing was, that was off. the longest pause ever. Sorry. Off topic, but before I forget, you mentioned yoga. So my mom's been taking yoga, and every time we bring it up, I call it yogurt just to see if she'll catch me, and she hasn't caught me yet. So I'm like, how's yogurt been this week? She's like, oh, good. I don't know. I just like to screw people. Some great yogurt. That is yogurt. hilarious. Yeah.